Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Hillel Yosef Pfeiffer. Meseches Megillah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yassi Taub, Lezchus Rufur Shalema, Moshe Nachman, Ben Malka Miriam. Megillah Daf Chafhei. The Mishnah says, Al-Kan Sipar Yagiu Rachamecha, that if a person says, just like your mercy extends to the bird's nest, so too you should have Rachmanes on us, and for the good things that you do, your name should be mentioned. Or, if a person says twice, so we quiet him down. The Gemara explains, what's the reason for the first halacha, that if he says, that we quiet him down. So the Gemara says, there's a machlekes between two amayroim in Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Yaisi Barovin, Rabbi Yaisi Barzvido. Chad Omar, Mepnei Shematel Kino B'Maisei Bereshis, because he's placing jealousy in Maisei Bereshis, because he's making it sound that Hashem has Rachmanis on the birds, but not on the animals. The Chad Omar and the other one said that the reason why we silence him is Mepnei Shaisem Idaisev Shalakadosh Baruch Hu Rachamim, because he's showing that the mitzvahs of Hashem are acts of mercy, while in truth, they're just decrees. Rashi explains that Hashem placed His mitzvahs upon us as a yoke, with which we demonstrate our submission to His ratzain, even when the logic of the mitzvah is not readily apparent. So the question is, that what exactly is this person doing wrong? See, so he's giving a reason for the mitzvah of Shiluach HaKan, that the reason why we send away the mother bird is because of Rachamim? What's so terrible about that? The whole Sefer HaChinuch is full of giving Taimei HaMitzvahs, giving reasonings for mitzvahs. So this person is giving a reason for the mitzvah of Shiluach HaKan, that it's because of Hashem's Rachmanus. What's so bad that because of that, Meshat Genaisai? Also, the Ben Ishchai in his Sefer Benayahu, to Brach Islam and Gimel Amid Beis, asks from a Mefurusha Medrash Rabbah at the beginning of Pasha's Kiseitse that says, Why does a child get his Rismila when he's eight days old? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has Rachmim on him to wait until he has Koyach. Just like Hashem has Rachmanus on a person, so too he has Rachmanus on a Behemah. Hashem says, wait till the eighth day to bring an animal as a carbon. Don't shecht the mother and the child on the same day. So it's mefurish in the Medrash that our Kodesh Baruch Hu has Rachmanis on the Oifais as well. Like it says, So the Medrash says Beferish that the reason for Shiluach HaKan is because of Hashem's Rachmanis. So what's this person saying wrong? Says the Ben Ishchai that when we give reasons for mitzvahs, or when the Medrash is saying that the reason for the mitzvah of Shiluach HaKan is because of Hashem's Rachmanis, we're not saying B'teras Vadai that that is the reason. When we give reasons, it's B'terach Efsher. It could be that that's the reason. The Indian of Taimei HaMitzvahs is to give us a Tam in the mitzvah. Tam could mean reason, but it also means a taste. It gives us a flavor. It gives us an appreciation for the mitzvah because we understand it. But are we saying for sure, do we know that this is the reason? It could be that this is the reason. There could be many reasons. And it could be it's a gzera. But when this person gets up and says, B'derach tefila ta'ashem, al-kansipar yagiu rachamecha, that the same way your Rachmanus extends to the, to the bird's nest, so too you should have Rachmanus on us. He's speaking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's speaking to the Mitzav, and he's saying that this is the reason. Be, and just like you have Rachmanus on the birds, you should have Rachmanus on us. That means he's being Kevea, that this is the reason, that he's telling the Mitzav himself, that just like you have Rachmanus on the birds, you should have Rachmanus on us, that you can't say. We can't say with the Brirus, 
for sure that this is the reason. That we have no right to do. It could be it's just a gzeira. could be it's just a decree from Hashem. And therefore, Mishat Kenaisai. Next Ta'ara. The Mishnah continues, HaMechana Ba'arayis, Mishat Kenaisai. Rashi learns, based on the Gemara, that it means one who gives non-literal interpretations to the Isurim against forbidden unions, Mishat Kenaisai, we silence him. Rashi explains that this means that instead of explaining the Pasuk to mean Erva Mamish, he says it means that one may not reveal anything uncomplimentary about his parents in public. And then the Mishnah says, that it means that if instead of translating the Pasuk that that your children you should not give over to the Avedazar of Melech, rather he translates it to mean that a person should not live with a Goya, with a Kusis, and bear a child for Avedazara, so then we silence him Benazifa with anger. Rashi explains how come. Because he's uprooting the Pasuk from its simple meaning, which is an Avedazara for the Goyim Lahaver Benayan Laesh to pass their children through a fire. The Noisein Karis Lebaal Akusis, he's giving Karis to someone that lives with a Goyeteu Mechayev Chatos Halashaygeg, and he's being Mechayev this person Achatos for doing that Peshaygeg Umisas Bezdin Al Hamezid Basra, and he's giving such a person Misas Bezdin for living with a Goyete on purpose with Hasra. So Rashi's saying the reason why we silence him with anger is because he's making wrong halachas over here. He's giving these einshim for someone who's not really deservant of them. So the carbon is sanal on the rush over here in Simen Chav Dalit in Ois Reish asks that what's the difference between the case of Umizarach HaLesitein L'Haver L'Amaylech and the case before it of HaMechana Ba'arayis? Why over there by HaMechana Ba'arayis does it only say Meshat Kenaisai and not Meshat Kenaisai ben Azifa. Over there also, by saying that the Pasuk doesn't mean literally the not to reveal the erva of your father or mother, but rather it means don't reveal anything uncomplimentary about them Barabim. So he's also being Mechaev Karis and Achatos for somebody that's not really deservant of it. So over there also it should have said Meshat Kenaisei ben Azifa. Why does it only say Meshat Kenaisei? Says the Karbanistano, that's why the Rambam in Perish HaMishnayis deviates from Rashi's Pshat. He learns that when the Gemara says, on HaMechana Ba'arayis Meshat Genoisai, Tanur Ab Yosef Kloin Aviv Ukloin Imai, that what it means is that instead of the Balkaire saying, Ervas Avichov, Ervas Imcha Laisagale, he reads it, Ervas Aviv, Ervas Imai, that instead of saying it, Belashen Noichach, Second person, he says it, Nister in third person. Because he doesn't want to make it sound like he's speaking to the people that are listening to his Kriya and saying the erva of your father and the erva of your mother don't reveal, he says it in third person. The erva of his father, the erva of his mother, he shouldn't reveal. So he's not changing any halacha, but he's changing the words that Maisha Rabbeinu said in the Torah. And that's wrong. So therefore, we're Meshat say we silence him. But it's not Meshat say ben Azifa. It's not with anger, like by the case of a person that translates, Umizarach aleisitin lahavr lamaylech, that it means, Leisavay alakusis v'sayled mimeno ben lavedazara. Where the person is being mechaev, karis, and chatos, and misa for somebody that's not really deservant of that einish. Next ta'ara. Rashi says that the reason why where Meshatkin Aisei ben Azifa, if he says that Umizarach aleisitin l'haver l'amaylech means l'yisobay ala kusis v'sayled ben l'avedazara is because he's being mechaev karis to someone that lives with a kusis. He's being mechaev achatos for a shaygeg and misas bezdin for mezid with hasra. The Mepharshim are bothered 
that the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, that the Pasuk says in Malachi, capital Beis, Uboal Bas El Nechor, and the next Pasuk says, Yachres Hashem Loish Asher Yasena, that if a person lives with a Goyete, so then he's Chayev Karis. So why is Rashi saying that he's giving Karis to someone that's Balakusis and that's wrong? He is Chayev Karis for Balakusis. So the Chsam Seifer in Shuvis in Chelik Evan Ha'ezer, Chelik Aleph, Simon Sadi Gimel says that that's why Rashi's Mayrich to say, the Nason Karis Labala Kusis, Umachayev Chatos Allah Shegeg, Umisas Bezdan Allah Mezer Basra. Rashi's saying that this Karis over here is not just a Karis Midivre Kabbalah, which does not carry along with it a Chiyav Chatos where a person does it Beshegeg. This is a real karis midairaisa, which brings along with it a chi of chatos. Plus, when there's hasra, there's a chi of misa. The Rambam tells us in his Sefer HaMitzvah, in Mitzvah Sleisa, say, Mitzvah Nun Beis, that the halacha is, the Mishnah says in Sanhedrin, in Pe'alaf Amid Beis, that Habayol Aram is kanoin peigimboi. Someone that lives with a goyete, zealots may kill him. But says the Rambam that that's only if he lives with her b'farhesya in public, and it's also also only b'shas ma'isa while he's actually involved in the avera. But what if he didn't do it b'farhesya, or he already separated from the avera and nobody killed him b'shas ma'isa? So then he's mechuyev karis avoloi his buyer zeh karis b'tayra. But this karis is not mefurish in the tayra, and he brings the pasuk in Malachi. Of Ubal Basel Nechor, Yachris Hashem Le Ishasher Yasena. Mechlal Shehu Bekaris. So it's a Karis, but it's not a Karis Midairaisa. So therefore, says the Chsam Seifer, there's no Chi of Chatos for such a Shaygeg. And the Ramam continues that if a person was Bayal Aramis with Edom and Asra, Noikem Midairaisa, he gets Malkis, but he doesn't get Misa. So that's why Rashi was Mairich over here. That this person is coming to give karis, which carries along with it a chatos, and with mezid and hasra, there's misa, and that's wrong. Because all a boil aramis gets is just a karis midivre kabbalah. But there's no chatos, and there's no misa by mezid and hasra, it's only malkis. And therefore, meshat kenaisai ben azifa. Next to Ara. The Gemara says, Everything is in the hands of Shamayim except for Yira Shamayim, Shanemar, Ba'ata Yisra, Mo'ashem, Lekech, Oshel, Me'imach, Kimli Yira. What is Hashem asking from you? Just Yira. Taisus explains, I'll pee the Gemara in Nida Tazayin Omid Beis, that it means that before a person is born, it's already predetermined whether he will be a Chacham or a Tipish, an Ani or a Ashir, a Gibor or a Chalosh, that's all Nigzar on him. But whether he will be a Tzadok or a Rasha, that's not decreed, that's up to the person himself. And that's what the Pasuk is saying. The Marsha in Brachas Tafyud asks a question from the Gemara over there that says that there were certain bad people in the neighborhood of Rabbi Meir that were giving him a lot of tsar. So Rabbi Meir was davening that they should die. And his wife Ruria told him that rather than davening that they should die, he should daven that they should do tshuva. And he davened for them and they did tshuva. So, what do you mean? is not in the hands of Hashem, that's in the hand of the person himself. So how could Rabbi Meir's tefillah that they should do tshuva help? Very good, says the Marsha, if a person davens for himself, that Hashem should help him do tshuva. So that, the Gemara says in Makis Taf Yud, that And there's also a Maimur Chazal, that if a person comes to purify himself, Hashem helps him. So good, so since he made the first move, and he's asking Hashem for help, so Hashem will help him. But over here, Rabbi Meir was davening for somebody else. 
to do tshuva. They didn't do anything. So how could this tefillah help? What happened? Ta'akobi de shamayim chutzmiyar shamayim. So the Igre Smaisha in Erechaim Chelek Dalit Simen Mem Ois Yud Gimel says that the tefillah was that they shouldn't have nisyonis. And Mimela, they'll come back b'tshuva because they only did, did their averis because they were lacking parnasa or something like that. They were in a matzav of Nisayan. Rameir's tefillah was that Hashem should remove their nisyonis. Rav Meisha says a second approach, which he likes better, that it's possible that he was davening that Hashem should make it, that they should hear words of Musr from people that were tzaddikim, and through that come back with tshuva. However, the Chazanish, in Chelek Rachaim, in Simen Kufnun Vav, all the way at the end, says a big Chiddush, that Akobi Dei Shamayim Chutz Shamayim means that Hashem will not put into the heart of a person to come close to him. It has to come from a Baal Bechira. But it doesn't necessarily have to come from the Bechira of the person himself. As long as there's a Baal Bechira that's choosing to help his friend to come back with Shuva, since Kol Yisrael Ke'ish Echad, we're all like one unit, and there's a Baal Bechira that's choosing to help his friend by davening for him. So the kiruv that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does through that tefillah is misyachis to a nivra. It's misyachis to a person. Since it came through the kayachat tefillah of a person. Next ha'ara. The Gemara says, Omrav Chanina, Kobidei Shamayim Chutz Meira Shamayim, Shenem Arvata Yisrael, Mo Hashem Lekech Hashem Meimach Kiyim Liyira. What's Hashem asking from you just for Yira? So the Gemara says, Mechlal de Yira Milsa Zutra Sihi. So you're telling me that Yira Shamayim is a small thing? That Hashem is only asking for Yira as if it's a small thing? So the Gemara says, In the Gabi Meshra Rabbeinu Milsa Zutra Sihi, yes, regarding Meshra was a small thing. And the Gemara gives a mushal to a person that they ask from him a Kli Godel. They ask for him a large utensil. And he has it. So it appears to him like a small thing. But if they ask him for a small utensil and he doesn't have it, then it seems to him like a large thing. Since Meshach Rabbeinu already had the Yerushalayim, so for him it was a small thing. It's Yudua the Kasha that very nice Meshach Rabbeinu already had Yerushalayim, so for him it's a small thing. But Meish Rabbeinu is speaking to Klal Yisrael. Va'ata Yisrael, Mo'ashem alakech Hashem me'imach. What is Hashem asking from you? Kim liyira only yira. If Klal Yisrael weren't yet masig yira, so for them it's a big thing. So what does the Gemara mean that legabe Meish it's a small thing? But he's speaking to Klal Yisrael. So Rabbanan Kotler Zatzal in Mishnas Rabbanan in Chelik Aleph in the first piece he says that. The Bir HaPashut, the simple meaning of the Gemara of Legabe Meishel Milsa Zutrasihi is like this, that with the Kayach HaTayra, it's easy to be Masig, the Inyan of Yerushalayim. When it says Legabe Meishel, it doesn't mean Meishel Rabbeinu only. Every Talmud Chacham is called Al Shmeishel Meishel, like it says in Shabbos Kofala Fomid Beis, Meishel Shaper Ka'amrit, that one Amira said to another, Maisha, you're saying good? He called him Maisha. Rashi explains that Rabbeinu Bedairai Kemaisha Bedairai. That you in our dar is like Maisha in his dar. So Maisha is a reference to every Talmud Chacham. And what we're saying is that Legabe Maisha, Legabe, someone who's a Talmud Chacham, a person that throws himself into Taira and becomes the Talmud Chacham, then it's easy to come to Amadrega of Yira. And that's what Meishu Rabbeinu was saying. What is Hashem asking from you? Just for Yira. For someone that's like a Meishu. For someone that's a Talmud Chacham, Yira comes easy. And Rabbeinu explains the Mishnah that says, in Pirkei Avis, Perakimu Mishnah Yud Zayin, Im ein Yira ein Chachma, Im ein Chachma ein Yira. That the Gros says in Mishlei, Im ein Yira ein Chachma is referring to the lower level of Yira which is Yira Sa'inish, Yira from getting punished. That's 
the Aleph base for Chachma. That has to precede Torah. Like it says, Reish is Chachma Yiras Hashem. A person has to have the basic level of Yira, which is Yiras HaOinish, in order to be Masig Chachma. But then, Im Ein Chachma Ein Yira. But if a person doesn't have Chachma Satayra, then he can't come to the higher Madrega of Yira, which is Yiras HaRoimimus, which is fearing from the greatness of Hashem, realizing how great HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, and having a Yira, realizing that you're in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that Madrega is what we're talking about over here in this Pasuk, like the Messiah Sesharma explains in his Akdama. And that's what we're saying. And the Gemara is saying, Legabe Moshe, Legabe, someone that's a Tamad Chacham, it's a Milsa Zutrasihi. It's an easy thing for a person to be massacred to reach a Madrig of Yerasaraimimus through Taira. Next to Ara. The Gemara says, Omar Abzeira, Ho'emer Shema Shema, Ho'emer Maidem Maidem Dami. That if a person says Shema twice, it's like saying Maidem twice. And we're Meshatkin Aisai, we silence him. Mesvei, the Gemara asks, HaKairei HaShema V'Koifla, if a person lay Shman, he repeats it, HaReza Meguna, it's not a good thing. Meguna Hudahavi, Shtuki Loi Meshatkin Anlei, so it sounds like it's Meguna, it's not a good thing, but we don't silence him. Answers the Gemara, like Kasha, Hoda Amar Milsa Milsa V'Tani La, Hoda Amar Psuka Psuka V'Tani La, one is talking about if he says a word and he repeats the word. And the other one is talking about where he repeats the Pasuk. Rashi explains that if he repeats the word, then it doesn't sound like he's accepting two gods on himself. Rather, it's disgraceful and foolish. Rashi in Baruch Islam and Gimel Amid Beis uses an expression that it looks like he's a misleitzeitz. It looks like a leitzanis. But it doesn't look like he's accepting two gods upon himself. When he says a full pasuk twice, so then it sounds like he's saying, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echad to this god, and Chas V'Shalem, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echad to a different one. But when it's just repeating words, it doesn't have any mashmois. Shema, Shema, listen, listen. It doesn't mean anything. It just sounds like a joke. However, Taisus and Brachis Lamedal and Amid Aleph brings B'Shem Rabbeinu Hananel that he learns exactly the opposite. That if a person repeats Pasuk by Pasuk, so then we don't silence him. It's just Meguna. But if a person says Shema Shema, then we're Meshatkin say then it looks like he's being Mechabal Shtei Rishuyos. Lehalacha, the Mechaber Paskins and Simen Samach Aleph, Sif Tes, that Osr Loimar Shema Beis Pa'amim, Bein Shekaifal HaTevais, Sho'imar Shema Shema, Bein Shekaifal HaPosuk Rishayim. That it's Osr to say Shema two times, whether he repeats the words of Shema Shema, or he repeats the first Pasuk. Because Lahalacha were Machmir like Rashi and Rabbeinu Chananel, that we're not sure whether the Meshaskin Oisai, which is definitely an Isser, you're not allowed to do it if we're saying that we silence him, so we're not sure if that's referring to saying the Pasuk twice, like Rashi learns, or it means saying the word twice, like Rabbeinu Hanano learns. So therefore, either way is Asr, the Mishnaburu explains, because Misham Denira Kilu Mekabal Alav Shtei Rishri Yitzchaz V'Shalom. Now, B'Diyeved, what happens if a person did repeat words or the Pasuk? So the Mishnah Brewer says in Sifkat Mechav Gimel that B'diyeved b'kfeilas ha-pasuk yotza if a person repeated the pasuk is yotza but b'kfeilas ha-teva is tzarachian but if a person repeats words then it's a tzarachian and he explains in the Bir Alacha because according to Rashi that learns that when you repeat words so then it's kimis loitzeit so it looks like a joke so he says efshir delafizel ha so it could be that if, if it looks like a Litzanus, it doesn't have a shame kriya to it. But according to Rabbeinu Hananel, that says that when a person repeats words, it's Meshaskin, I say, we, we silence him. That means obviously it does have a Mashmois. It does mean something. And that's why it looks like two Rishuyas. So even though a person did something wrong by doing that, but it has a shame kriya to it. Also, the Bir Allah and Simon Kuf Chafalif on Sif Beis is Mesopik, 
that when the Gemara says, Hod Amar Milsa Milsa Vitanila, does it mean that he repeats every single word of Shema two times, or does it even mean just the word Shema itself two times? On the one hand, since it says Milsa Milsa, it sounds like we're talking about every word of the Shema. But on the other hand, since it says, and Hod Amar Psuka Psuka Vitanila, which according to Rashi means that we're Meshaskin, I say, we silence him if he says the Pasuk twice. Now over there, says the Bir Alacha, it's Pashat, that even if a person would just repeat the Pasuk of Shema itself, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad twice, would be enough of a reason for Meshaskin, I say. So over there you see that Psuka Psuka is Lav Dafka, that it has to be more than one Pasuk. So that could be a Gilui, that when it said, Hodomar milsa milsa vitanila, is also lavdafka. So the Bir Alach remains by a suffix if, even if a person just repeats the word Shema itself, if that is going to be a problem. Next Indian. The Mishnah says, Birchas Kaihanim, Maise David Vaamnain, Nikroin Volaimitargamin. Our Girsa is, that Birchas Kehanim and the story of David and Amnon are read, but they're not translated. The Bach is Magia, Loi Nikroin Voloi So it sounds like that Birchas Kehanim and Maisad David Vamin both are not read, nor are they translated. The Taisis Yomtev raises the problem that how could you say that Birchas Kehanim are not read or translated? then it's going to come out that we don't complete the whole Torah every year. Bishlama Maisa David Va'amnoin, which is a story in Navi anyway, with throughout the Haftaris of the year, we don't finish Navi. But to say that we don't read Birchas Kayhanim, so then there's going to be Psukim in Parshas Nasai of Birchas Kayhanim that we don't read. So how are we going to complete the Torah? He says that if you look in the Bartanura and the Rambam, they both say that Birchas Kaihanim Nikroim Volaimitargamin, Maisa David Vaamnain is Loi Nikroim Volaimitargamin. So that means you have to be Gairis in the Mishnah between Birchas Kaihanim and Maisa David Vaamnain, you have to be Gairis Birchas Kaihanim Nikroim Volaimitargamin, and then Maisa David Vaamnain Loi Nikroim Volaimitargamin. So when the Bach is Magia Loi Nikroim Volaimitargamin, he's just coming to be Magia Maisa David Vaamnain. That our girsa is that the story of David and Amnon is read, but not translated, says the Bach. No, we don't read it at all. But of course, Berchas Kaihanim is read. Now the Gemara says on Amid Beis that Maisa Tamar Yehuda Nikra Umetargain. The story of Tamar and Yehuda is read and translated. Pshita, it's Pashit, says the Gemara. Maudetema, you would have thought, Lechush Lechvaydei de Yehuda. Now let's be worried for the honor of Yehuda. Kamash Malan, Yehuda Aidi. Kamash Malan, that it's his praise because he admitted, says Rashi, Shahoyda al because he admitted his Avera. So the Marsha asks, So how come the Mishnah says that Maisa Ruvein Nikra Volaimitargain? How come it says that the story of Ruvein, where it says, Vayishkavis Bila Pilagesh Aviv, it's read but it's not translated? Says Rashi, because Chayshin on the Gnusai were worried for the disgrace of Ruvain. Why? Ruvain also did Shuva. So on that, the Marsha says two answers. One answer is that Yehuda admitted on his own. But this that Ruvain admitted was not on his own, like the Gemara says in Parakachayvil, Migoram the Ruvain Shayoida Yehuda. Who caused Ruvain to admit? It was Yehuda. Ruvain didn't admit Tezavera on his own initiative. It was only through Yehuda. So therefore, he doesn't have that inyan of the, uh, the shvach that he admitted. The Marsha says another answer, that the Haida of Yehuda is mefurish in the Pasuk. That he said, Sod many. So then, when you're going to translate the Pasuk in front of those people that are going to hear the Targum, they're going to see the praise of Yehuda. But since the Haidah of Ruvain is not Mefurish in the Pasuk, so when the translator explains the Pasuk to the people, they're not going to see the praise of Ruvain. They just see what looks to them like an Avera. 
and they're not going to hear any haida in the Targum of the Pasuk. So therefore, the Pasuk doesn't bring out his praise. So we're chayshish, we're concerned about the gnus of Ruvain. Next Indian. The Gemara says, Tanu Rabbanon, kol ha-mikrois ha-ksuvin matayra d'gnai kairin oisan l'shvach. All psukim that are written in the Torah as a disgrace, we read them as a praise, which means things that are written in the Torah indelicately are read delicately. Kigayin yishkoleno, yishkoveno, ba'apoylim, ba'tchoyrim, charyoynim, davyoynim, and so on. The Rashba in... Chuvis and Chelik Zayin Simon Shin Samach Aleph was asked on the Indian of changing Yishkoleno to Yishkoveno and so on. That how could we do that? There's a din that you cannot lane Ois Achas Shalei Menaksav. You're not allowed to say even one letter not Menaksav. On that, the Rashba answers Zehalachol Amayshem Isinaihu K'mayshem Amru Shem in Edarim Parkein Bein Hamoder. That karyon v'leik sivon, uksivon v'leik karyon halacha l'meishem isinai. It's a halacha l'meishem isinai, like the Gemara says in Adarim, Lametzayin Omid Beis, that when you have a kriyan uksiv, something that you read but it's not written like that, or something that's written but you don't read it, it's a halacha l'meishem isinai. There seems to be a machlekes achreinim how to understand what the Rashba means. Domagen Avram in Simon Kufmem Aleph Siftes says, on this halacha, that when you have a kriyan exiv, so you read it differently than the way it's written, even though you're laying it balpeh, it's mutter. And the primagodim over there says, a chiddush din, that if so, if let's say, wax would drip on the word yishkolena, and it's Shabbos, and it's usur, to take off the wax from the word, because the Bach tells us in Simon Shin Mem that that's considered Meichikal Manas Lichtoiv. Since by scraping off the wax, you're now able to see the Oisios, so says the Prima Godem, you would not have to take out another Sefer Torah. Since anyway, you're saying Yishkavena Balpeh, so it doesn't bother me that you can't see the word Yishkavena. However, the Igris Moshe in Eirachayim Chelek Aleph, Simon Lamed Beis Anaf Vav says that that's not the way a Kriyan Aksiv works. The Pshat in a Kriyan Aksiv is that the Halacha Lamesha Misinai is telling us that the way to read Yishkolena is Yishkovena. That's the way to read this word. So you have to be looking inside at the word Yishkolena and read it Yishkovena. And therefore says Rav Moshe that if Shaiva would drip on the word Yishkolena and it's Shabbos and you can't read it, you have to take out another Sefer Torah because you're going to be saying an Ois Acha Shalom Aksav. And Ramesha says this also in Erechayim, Chelek Gimel Simen Mem Aleph. And over there, he's talking about that from the Magen Avram, it would seem not like he's saying because the Magen Avram says that even though he's laying it Balpeh, mutter. And the way Rab Maisha is saying it, he's not relating it Balpeh. That is the way to read the word. But Rab Maisha is madchik that it could be the Magen Avram also means what he's saying. He doesn't mean that it's Balpeh Mamish. He means that in the Metzius, it's like Kaira Alpeh. Since he's saying the word differently than the way it's written, and, but it's still Mutter. But even the Magen Avram would agree that if it's Mamish covered and you can't read the word, so then it's a real Balpeh, and that would be Aser. It's very interesting that Rav Moshe doesn't bring the Primagodim. The Primagodim says Lehedja not like that. He says that even if the word is covered, it's not a problem according to the Magen Avram. So we have two ways of understanding the Magen Avram, and two ways of understanding what the Rashba meant to answer the Shoyal. The Shoyal asked the Rashba, how are you allowed to read when you have a Kriyan Aksiv, you have Yishkolena, Yishkovena, so you're laning And the Rashba answered that it's Halacha Lameshem Isinai. What does the Rashba mean to say? The Primagodim learns, and that's the simple meaning of the Magen Avram, that the Rashba is saying, you're right, it is Balpeh, but that's the Halacha Lameshem Isinai. That over here you're allowed to say a word Balpeh. And therefore, says the Prima Godim, if you have 
wax that fell on the word Yishkoleno, and it's Shabbos that you can't take it off. So it's not a problem, because anyway you're saying Yishkoveno Balpeh. Whereas Rav Meisha understood that the Rashba means that it's a halacha l'mayshem Sinai that this is the way to read the word. The way to read Yishkoleno is Yishkoveno. That's the Eifen Akri of this word. That's what's Nishadish over here in the halacha l'mayshem Sinai. But since you're reading the word, so if the word is covered with Shaiva, and it's Shabbos, you can't take it off, so you have to take out another Sefer Torah, because it's considered that you're saying, Now there's an interesting Shiloh, what about by the Shem Havaya, that we don't read it, but rather we read it, what's over there? Is that like a regular Kriyuk Siv, or is that something else? Rab Meisha over there in the Tshuva points out that this that you read Havaya Balashin Adnus is not from the regular Halacha Lameisha Misinai of Kriz and Ksivs that it says in the Dorim Lamed Zayin Omid Beis, but rather it has its own drasha from the Gemara in Kedushinai in Aleph Amid Aleph that the Gemara says, Rabavina Rami, Rabavina Astastira, Ksiv Zeshemi, Uksiv Zezichri. The Pasuk says in Shemais, Zesh Mila Oilam, Zichri Lidardar. So it says, This is my name, and it says, This is the way to mention me. Not like the way I am written, am I called. I'm written with Yudke Vavke, but I'm read with Aleph Dalit Nun and Yud. So it has its own Pasuk. Ramesha says over there in the Tshuva, Yazan Arichus, he wants to learn up that it's a Machlekes Rishonim between Taisvis and Rabbeinu Hillel if the Shem Adnus is the way to read the Shem Havaya, just like every Kriyanixiv according to Ramesha, or no. Over here, the Pshad is that really the Shem is Yudkei Vavke. It's just that it's an Isser to say. The shame havaya, so therefore, since we cannot say it, so therefore say lashin adnus. But it's not really the way to read the word. Rabbi Meishu learns up that Taisvis holds that it's the oifin hakriya of havaya, and Rabbi Nuhilil holds that no, it's just an iser to say the shame havaya kichsavai. So therefore, we say something else, and the nafkamina is says Rabbi Meishu. If you would have Shaiva that dripped on the Shem Havaya and it's Shabbos, you can't take it off. According to Taisvis, you would have to take out another Sefer Torah. But according to Rabbeinu Hillel, you would be allowed to use it since anyway, you're not really reading the Shem Havaya, but rather you're just saying the Lashin Adnus Valpeh. However, the Briskarov in Chidushe Mor Niz Halevi Ala in his first piece on Pashas Vaschanan, says exactly the opposite of Rav Maisha. He assumes that by every Kriyuksiv, the way it works is like the Primagodim assumed, that it's not really the way to read the word, but rather you're saying a different word, Balpeh. But he says when it comes to the Shem Havaya, he learns up in Rashi Shita that when the Gemara says in Kedushanai and Aleph, Loikeshani Nichtavani Nikra, Nichtavani Beyud Dalit, that the Gemara is telling us that this is the Ifen Hakriya of the Shem Havaya. And the Fiza, you would have to read it from inside. So it would come out the exact opposite of Rav Meisha. That when it comes to a regular Kriyuksiv, you could say it Balpeh, and if Shaiva would drip on it, wouldn't be a problem like the Prima Godem, but by the Shem Havaya, you, if the Shaiva would drip on it, you would have to take out another Sefer Torah, because this is the way to read the word. And the Sefer Shara Ephraim and Shara Beis, if you'd Gimel Paskins, that both by a regular Kriyuksiv, and when it comes to the Shem Havaya that you read, by both of them, you have to read it, and if Shaiva would fall on it, you would have to take out another Sefer Torah. So the Shita of Rav Meisha is, that by a regular Kriyuksiv, it's Pashit, that you have to read it, when it comes to the Shem Havaya, he says, that's a Machlekes Rishonim. The Briskarov holds like the Prima Godim, that by a regular Kriuksiv, it's Pashit that is considered a Kriya Balpeh. But yet, when it comes to the Shem Havaya, Al Kaponim, in Shitas Rashi, 
he says that that's Pashit, that that's the Oifen HaKriya of the Shem Havaya, so you have to read it, Mibifnim, and the Shari Ephraim Paskins, that by both, a regular Kriyuksiv, and when it comes to the Shem Havaya, you have to read it, Mitoich HaKsav. Now there's a beautiful piece from the Briskarov in Chidushe Mor and Riz HaLevi Al Harambam, in Hilchas HaVedazara, Perk Beis Halacha Zayin, that has to do with that briskerov that we mentioned before in Parshas Vayaschanam. The Rambam over there says, These are the halachis of someone that's mevarech Hashem, someone that curses Hashem, chas v'shalem. Ein ha-megadif chayib skila, ad sh'yifareish as Hashem ha-meyuchot shal arba oisiyos. Someone that's mevarech Hashem is not chayib skila until he speaks out the shem ha-meyuchot of the four letters, Shehu Alef Dalid Nun and Yud. V'yivarech Oisai b'shem and Hashem Oisheinam Nimchakim, and he curses that shem Hamiyuchad by using one of the names of Hashem that are not erasable. Let's say he says Eloikim should strike uh, Alef Dalid Chasvasholim. Shenemar the Noikev Shem Hashem. Al Hashem Hamiyuchad Chayev Skila Val Shara Kinuyim Ba'azhara. When it says Venekev Shem Hashem, it teaches me that he's only Chayev Skila if he curses the Shem Hamiyuchad. Vyeshmi Shemifare, Shaynai Chayev Ella Al Shem Yudke Vavke. But there are those that hold that he's not Chayev only if he curses the Shem Yudke Vavke. Vani Oimer Shal Shneim Huniskal, but I hold, says the Rambam, that he gets Skila for both. Whether he curses Yud Kevavke or he curses Aleph Dalid Nun and Yud, so the Briskarov is bothered. Then how is it possible for the Ramam to say that he gets stone for both? The Chachamim say in Sanhedrin Daf Nun Vavamid Aleph, and that's how we paskin that there's only skila for the Shem Hamiyuchad. Shem Hamiyuchad is only one. And also, what's the beer in the Machlekes between the Rambam and the Yesh Mishem Mefarish if? There's only skila for Yudke Vavke, or also for Aleph Dalid Nun and Yud. Says the Biskarov that the Rambam holds that when the Gemara says in Kedushin Dafayin Aleph that it's written Zeshmi and it's written Zezichri, and we darshin Loikeshani Nichtavani Nikra Nichtavani Biyudke, Vinikra Ani Baalif Dalid, that the Rambam learns up that it's over here the Gemara is telling us a din that the way to say the Shem Havaya, the Kriya of the Shem Havaya, is with Aleph, Dalit, Nun, and Yud, like we said before from the Brisker of Alatayra. So even though the Etzem Shem of Adnus is not the Shem HaMiyuchad, but because the Shem Adnus is the Eifen HaKriya of the Shem HaMiyuchad of Yud Kei so therefore he's Chayiv, if he curses Aleph, Dalit, Nun, and Yud, because that's also included in V'noikev Shem Hashem. That's also included in cursing the Shem HaMiyuchad. Because whether a person cursed the Shem Havaya, or whether he cursed the Shem of Aleph, Dalit, Nun, and Yud, that's both ways of cursing the Shem HaMiyuchad, because that is the Eifen HaKriya of the Shem HaMiyuchad. What does the Yeshmi Shemifarish hold when he says that a person only is Chayev Skila if he's Mevarech the Shem Havaya, but not the Shem of Aleph Dalit, says the Biskarov, that the Yesh Mishem could also agree that when there is a Shem Havaya in a Parsha, let's say in the Parsha of Birchas Kaihanim, it says Shem Havaya. So then when a person says the Shem Havaya, Beloshen Adnus, so then, that is the way of saying the Shem Havaya. But when a person just curses the Shem of Aleph Dalid, who says that that is cursing the Kriya of Shem Havaya? There is a Loshen Adnus by itself. Sometimes the Torah says Aleph Dalid, but Loshen Adnus not written Yudke Vavke. There is a Shem Hashem of Adnus. So when a person curses the shame of Aleph Dalid, who says that that is cursing the shame Amiyuchad? He's cursing the shame Adnus. 
only when there's a parsha batayra that says yud kevavke. So then the kriya, the lashen adnus, is the eifin hakriya of the shem havaya. But if a person just curses in the luft, the shame of Aleph Dalid, what makes that considered that he's cursing the Kriya of the shame Havaya? Maybe he's just cursing the shame of Adnus. So therefore, the Yeshmi Shemifarish holds that the Chi of Skila for shame Hamiyuchad is only if he curses the shame Havaya, if he pronounces the shame of Yudke Vavke. But the Ramam holds that since Lamaisa Adnus is the way of reading the Shem HaMiyuchad, so even by Megadev, when a person says the Shem of Aleph Dalid, that's included in being Mefarish as HaShem HaMiyuchad and Hizchayev. According to Rav Moshe, who learns up that there's a machloikis between Taisvis and Rabbeinu Hillel, whether the Lashen Adnus is the Kriya of the Shem Havaya, or it's something else totally, there's an iser to say the Shem Havaya the way it's written. So therefore we say something else completely. So that could be the Machlaikis between the Rambam and the Yesh Misha Mefarish. The Rambam holds that when we read Havaya Beloshen Adnus, that is the Eifen Hakriya of the Shem Havaya. Therefore the Rambam holds that Aleph Dalit is also included in Naikev Shem HaMiyuchad. Whereas the Yesh Misha Mefarish would hold the Rabbeinu Hillel that when we read it, Aleph Dalid, that's something totally different. That's not the Kriya of the Shem Havaya. And therefore, since it's something else, that's not included in being Neikev the Shem HaMeyuchad. But the Biskarov is saying, no, even the Yesh Mishim Afarish could agree that when you have the word Havaya written, then the Lashin Adnos that we read it is the Kriya of the Shem Havaya. But when a person is cursing in the luft and he says the shame of Aleph Dalid, what makes that curse a curse of the Kriya of the shame Amyuchod? Maybe he's just saying the shame of Adnus, and the shame of Adnus exists by itself. So therefore, there's nothing that makes it the Kriya of the shame Havaya, and therefore it's not called that he was Neikev the shame Hamiyuchod. To summarize, the Shoyal and the Rashba asked that how are we allowed to say Yishkovena instead of Yishkolena? What happened to the Isser that you're not allowed to say even Oisachas Shalom and Aksav? So on that, the Rashba answered that it's Allah Sinai, like the Gemara says in the Dharam Lamed Zayin Amid Base. There's two ways how to possibly understand the Rashba. The simple meaning of the Magen Avram, and that's how the Primagodim understands it is that the Halacha Lameshem Sinai over here is saying that this is an exception to the rule. And over here you're allowed to say it, Palpeh. That was the Halacha Lameshem Sinai. But Rav Moshe understands it, that no, the Halacha Lameshem Sinai is saying that over here there's a different way how to read Yishkolena. The way to read Yishkolena is Yishkovena. That is the Ifen Hakriya of that word. The Nafkamina is, if let's say, wax would, would spill on uh, the word Yishkoleno and it's Shabbos and you can't take it off because that's considered if you have to take out another Sefer Torah. According to the Prima Godim, you don't. According to Rav Meisha, you do. What about by the Shem Havaya that we read it, Peloshen Adnus? On that, Rav Meisha says that that's a Machlekes Rishayinu between Taisis and Rabbeinu Hillel if the Kriya of Adnus is the Kriya of the Shem Havaya or no, really the Kriya of the Shem Havaya is just that it's usher to say it, so Mamela we say something else. But it's not the Kriya of the Shem Havaya. And therefore, whether or not you would have to take out another Sefer Torah is totally in this Machlaikis Rishonim. The Briskarov assumes, like the Primagodim, that a regular Kriyuksiv is considered not the Kriya of the word, it's considered saying something Balpeh. But yet, when it comes to the Shem Havaya, he says, Bedas Rashi in Chumash, and Bedas the Rambam, and the Yesh Mishim that the Rambam brings in Hilchas Avedazara, Perak Beis Zayin, that the shame of Adnos is the Kriya of the shame Havaya. And the Shari Ephraim paskins that both by a regular Kriyuk Siv 
and by the Shema Vaya that we read, Beloshin Adnos, it is considered a Kriya of the word, and therefore you have to read it inside, and if wax would spill on the word, and it's Shabbos, you would have to take out another Sefer Torah. And we mentioned that there's a Machlekes between the Rambam and the Yesh Mishem Afarish, which is the sheet of the Yad Ramah in Sanhedrin over there, whether or not a person is Chayiv Misa, if he curses the shame of Aleph Dalit, or only if he curses the shame Havaya, because the Chiv is only for cursing the shame HaMiyuchad. The Ramam holds that he's Chayiv, whether he curses the shame Havaya, or he curses the shame of Aleph Dalit. And the Yishmim Fenashem Afarish, the Yad Ramah holds that he's only Chayiv for Yud Kei The Biskarov explains that everyone agrees that Adnus Aleph Dalit is the Oifen HaKriya of Havaya, so therefore the Rambam holds that since that's the Oifen HaKriya of the Shem Havaya, so that also goes into Neikev Shem HaMeyuchad. Because Shem HaMeyuchad has its Kri and its Ksiv. So either way a person curses the Shem HaMeyuchad, whether in the Kri form or the Ksiv form, that goes into Neikev Shem HaMeyuchad. The Yad Ramah, the Yesh Mishem Mefaresh, also agrees, be aside, that when there is a Shem Havaya written, that the Shem Adnos is the Ifen Akri of the Shem Havaya, but that's only when there is a Parshabat Torah, like Berchas Kayhanim, and a person is saying the Shem Havaya, pronouncing it, Beloshen Adnos, so that is the Ifen Akri of the Shem Havaya. When a person just curses the Shem of Aleph Dalid, what makes that? cursing the Shem Havaya. There is a Shem of Aleph Dalit by itself. Sometimes the Torah says, Hashem, Aleph Dalit, not Be'ifin Yud Kei There is such a Shem of Adnus by itself. So what makes his curse Bichal on the Shem Havaya and the Kriya of Shem Havaya Beloshin Adnus? Maybe it's just a curse on the Shem Adnus by itself. But the Ramam holds that since the shame of Adnus is the Eifen Hakriya of Havaya. So when he curses Adnus, that's also included in cursing the shame Hamayuchad. We said that according to Rav Moshe, who anyway learns up that there's a Machlekes Rishayim between Taisus and Rabbeinu Hillel, whether Adnus is the Eifen Hakriya of the shame Havaya, or it's something else. So that could be another way of explaining the Machlekes between the Rambam and the Yad Ramah. The Rambam who holds that whether he curses the Shem Havaya or the Shem of Aleph Dalit, he's chayv, is because he holds that that's the Oifen HaKriya of the Shem Havaya, whereas the Yad Ramah could hold, like Rabbeinu Hillel, that the Shem of Adnus is not the Oifen HaKriya of Yud Kei it's something else completely, and therefore it's not included in Naikev Shem HaMeyuchad. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.